Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Gene Diva. It's William here, and we're going to level with you. When all this corona started and we had to record from our own homes, I was fairly convinced that technically we weren't going to be able to manage it. Well, remarkably, we had three weeks where it all went perfectly. But perhaps inevitably, this week we have hit a bit of a technical glitch. And, quel surprise, guess who caused the glitch? We're not really sure why, we're not really sure how, but there will be sections of today's episode where Jordan was trying inadvertently to make it sound as if he lived in some grand royal cavernous palace, rather than his room in the outer part of Greater Greater London. So forgive those moments, bear with us, and hopefully next week we'll be back to our normal technical wonder. Just talk for me, please. Yeah. Don't start. I've had a day of it. <sighs> right. Hang on, I'm just putting my trackies on. Ben, 20 minutes, remind me to take my pasta bake out. 20 minutes. Five o'clock, I'll be, I'll be annoyed with you. Sorry for calling you a knobhead and a dick last week. Was looking forward to those jacket potatoes all week. <laughs> And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day lockdown life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas like, should I shave the hair off the top of my big toe? Uh, how do you know I've got a hairy big toe? <laughs> Did I tell you that? I thought I dreamt that. Did I tell you I've got a hairy big toe? And how do you tell your housemate to stop singing in the shower? Oh, don't start singing again. I'll be honest, I've had I've had comments about musical week. Well, you know you make me wanna shout, come ahead and shout. Oh, my nipple don't. chafe. Hang on. My nipples are killing. I, I jiggled them when I went, make me wanna shout. And me, I'll tell you about my jogger's nipple in a minute. Oh, we'll keep listening. <laughs> and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss but we're not your usual agony ants are we William Hansen the UK's leading etiquette expert I mean is that even a do we do we need them with everything that's going on 
Are we William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North. Once every three weeks, radio presenter. I'm more spit spot, you're more bondage knot. <laughs> when I, I'll be honest, that was sent mm. in to us by one of our core G&Divas, Wayne Perry, and he, uh, I sent them on to Ben, and Ben actually said, uh, what spit spot? I mean, he sat through Mary Poppins the musical in November. I didn't know what spit, I mean, I've heard of spick and spam. No, spit spot, it's what Mary Poppins says. What does it mean? It just means get on with it, basically. Do you know what spit roasted means? No, that's not the same thing. It's what you, you used to do in the old days, you used to get a pig. Uh, it's usually a pig. I watched someone on Rick Stein recently, he was spit roasting. And uh, I don't... Jordan. It was on Saturday Kitchen. I don't, really, I don't think it was on. Get your mind out the gutter, Hanson. Oh, don't you spit start. Roasting, right, and he was spit roasting a pig. That's illegal in 48 countries. It wasn't in this one. <laughs> oh, I have. This is the highlight. Of my, this and Aldi is the highlight of my week. Gosh, they're very similar. Uh, who should we toast to, William Hanson? Well, I think we should toast to friends Hannah, Robin and Ruby, who this week, they shared it with us on Instagram. They had a socially distanced G and Diva party. It was Hannah's birthday, which is why they had it. And so they I had their lovely socially distanced G and Diva party. I've seen that on, on uh, Insta. It was really sweet. So, yeah. so we'll toast them. So three of them, Hannah, Robin and Ruby. Hannah, Robin and Ruby. Uh, anyway, so how's your week been, Jordan? Obviously, we're still social distancing, so we're recording remotely. What's life been like this week for you? So here's a thing. Mm. Jogger's nipple is a thing. Well, I, I've been doing a bit of running, as I've mentioned, and I'm yet to have that. Okay, jogger's nipple, right, let me tell you, is bloody painful. So I started running. I used to run two or three times a week, but now I'm really into my running. I'm on the apps, I'm doing my stretches... I'm reading loads of stuff online about running and looking at different routes. Gosh. No one ever told me about Jogger's nipple. Honest to God, it was pissing with blood when I did 11 Oh, the don't, other day. no, don't. Honestly, it was so painful, right? So then I read that you have to put pseudocreme on it. Right. And then before you go out, you put uh, Vas on it. And then I went to you get some what? plasters. Vas, Vaseline. Mm. Then I went to get some plasters. You got any left? From, sh- from Sharp. And all they had were like Dora the Explorer cartoon ones. So I'm running around my local park with Dora the Explorer bloody plasters on, thinking, mm. if I get pulled up now, I'm going to end up on a bloody list here or a register, whatever they call it. Not that I don't think any police would pull you over and say, excuse me, sir, can I check your nipples? But anyway. Well, and then, it depends what part of London you're in. Do you want to come down the station? I'll take down your particulars. I've always said there's two painful things in my life. The two most painful things, I've got three now, is one, when I stood on a plug, just in the bruise on my foot. Two, when I was emptying the dishwasher and I went to get a fork and the fork went up my nail. Yeah. Right up my nail. Yeah, you've mm. talked about that before. That was agony. The third most painful thing in my life... When you're being spanked a, with a table tennis bat. ...is pulling a Dora the Explorer plaster off my nipple. You have never felt pain like it. Do you think ever. it had anything to do with Dora? I was like, or was it the plaster? Was, Do- was Dora's plaster. plasters a bit more adhesive? I, I don't know, but they say you've got to rip a plaster off quick, you know, the saying. I was mm. literally like... Ah! <laughs> That's what it was like. Spank me more. 
I'm not kinky, and I didn't have Dora the Explorer. Oh, oh my God, is it you, a fetish it thing? Into... No, it's not. It was because I was... Are you into pain? I don't, even, I don't think it was Dora the Explorer. It was some cartoon. Anyway. Well, you've... Okay, so you've you've had you've had funny nipples. Let me tell you, ripping a plaster... I, I thought I'd rip my... I, I, I finally got the plaster off, and I, I, I peeked. I looked to see if my nipple was on the plaster, because I thought I'd rip my nipple off. Anyway, how's your week been? Well, my nipples are intact, so so it's already doing better than yours. I have noticed whilst I've been on my runs, and one of the many, you know, the coronavirus is awful and it's done some awful things, and we we know that. But I think one of the real positives to come from this, and something I've noticed while I've been running, or on days when I'm not running, when I go out for my daily walk, is that there has been an overwhelming sense of appreciation and love for the gay community during all of this. Almost every house, there is a rainbow in the window. People are posting rainbows on social media. And it, as someone who, who is gay, spoiler alert, I, I feel really warmed and heartened by that. Very good. Very good. What? Very, very good. Here we go, g and Strap your ears up. Here comes the technical glitch. That's a point, actually. You just reminded me. I nominated you on Insta to go to do the 5K. Yes, you nominated five. Yes, challenge. you nominated me the week after we had an entire discussion on this very podcast that I wasn't overly happy about being nominated because I am doing the Couch to 5K app in my own time and I'm not jumping the gun. My friend Michael or our friend Michael has already nominated me as well. I've told him in advance I will do it, but I'm just getting there slowly you have to nominate five pounds for each person by the way and i wasn't going to nominate you because i knew you wouldn't do it but the fact that you text do you not remember you text me the day before and saying that you've got a shin splints i did uh, to be fair i was sitting outside on my luxury terrace and i got bitten on the leg by an insect and that made my leg swell up trust me it wasn't swelled up it was, thank you very much. It wasn't. I had to mark out the swelling with a biro. Mate, it, yeah, he drew a biro around it. I went, why have you drawn a biro around it? Like, just see if it gets bigger. And, I it, might and it did, it went outside the circle overnight. Yeah, it's freaking pop it. I'll get a bit of E45 No, you couldn't pop it. I put it. some antisan on it for a couple of days That's and it's generally gone down, but it did prohibit me running, so it set me back a few days. I told Ben as well, I said, the NHS are under a lot of stress at the moment. Don't you be going in, you big Mary Ann, with your bloody swelled up leg that's not even swelled up. Well, I didn't. Uh, entitlement to a T. Excuse me, I know you're ever so busy, but I have a pimple on my leg that I'm worried about. Please could you get your top and senior most special of specialists to look at it. Thank you. That was a bit below the belt. Sorry, mate. <laughs> it's all right. I just miss you. <laughs> Oh, I miss you too. <laughs> I do, I miss you. There's a long list of people that I'm dying to see. You're on page three, but oh. I will... You, I can't wait to see you. But when we are released from our houses, what's the first thing you're going to do? Uh, right, I'm going to have a pint of Guinness. So I'm going to go to the Can you not have that at home? I've told you, we've talked about it in a previous episode. It's not the same in a can or a bottle. Right. It's not. So I'm going to go into the pub, I'm going to slap 20 quid on the bar, and I'm just going to put my head under a Guinness tap. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes, we've had this. I'm going to get a Subway, because <laughs> I've not had a 12-inch for six weeks. Mm. Um, then I'm going to get my hair cut, then I'm going to go to the cinema. Then, oh, I need... 
Jordan, um, Jordan, do you not need to deal with your Oh, sugar, today? three minutes. Hang on, let me turn it down. I'll be two minutes. Why are you always you cooking in the middle of an episode? Do I'm doing that. Well, I thought you might be vaguely interested in what I want to do. Right. Have you put some deep heat on? Get some deep heat on and some... Uh, yeah, uh, I'll put some deep heat... Do you want me to put it on? Okay. Yeah. Welcome Joe's back. House. Joe's my housemate's uh, is back, bless him. Oh, bless him. So do you want to know what the first thing is I'm going to do after lockdown? Yes. William Hanson, what's the first thing you're going to do after lockdown? I'm presuming that when lockdown is lifted, sadly, the theatres probably won't have resumed service, so otherwise it would be going to see Mary Poppins. But other than that, I am going to go to Fortnum Mason and buy my Akbar coffee beans from Giles at the coffee counter and then come home and freshly grind and have a nice cup of freshly ground coffee. Oh, you love that. Mm. Oh, what's that? I'm echoing. Oh, God. What's going on now? <sighs> oh, f- After Jordan worked out how to sound normal again, I continued to talk about the coffee that I desire when all this corona nonsense has blown over. I've got my Akbar coffee pre-ground because you can buy it from that grocer online and it comes pre-ground, but it isn't the same. Because you um, know me, first thing I do when I get up in the morning, I'm straight on grinder, coffee beans come out, pop them in the V60, <laughs> wonderful. It does. I've, I've got to say though, I, I don't like that coffee of yours, I think it's weak, I'm a strong... You, every time you have come to mine, you have asked for a coffee and you say it's nice. To be polite, trust me, I, I've read... How to win friends and influence people. I know what to do. It's part of my charm. Oh, this is great coffee. Was it? I presume it was a long time ago you read it. Oh, mate, this is great. Oh, I really love that coffee. It's part of my act. I don't even speak like this. I was privately educated. I'm from Shropshire. I don't even have curly hair. I permit every day. And I'm the Duchess of Kent. <laughs> You're a... No, don't twist my I'm words. Not go in there. No, um, I, I, you do love that coffee, it, I, and I do like it because you not remember my mum got it me for my twenty twenty first. Twenty first. Crashed. Remember that? Can you remember that? that far? <laughs> my mum got it me for. I still can't say it. My mum got me an F and M hamper for my thirtieth, but which, by the way, I nearly cried because it was such a nice gift. I'm a bit worried about Wendy and Graham. I'm not going to lie. Are they? Can I ask? Are they self isolating? Here or in Spain? In Spain. And just some of the videos that they're sending. Like, my mum's mo- my baking. WTF. Oh, is she not a when- baker? William, my favourite tea as a kid, apart from a picky tea, was <laughs> turkey dinosaurs, smiley faces and spaghetti hoops. Is she not a baker? She doesn't even know how to cook. Gosh, but now she's gone a bit... I'll show you this, hang on. Gone a bit Fanny Paddock. She's me- when we were younger, when we like, I used, to, I once said to her, "Oh, all well, my mates' mum's baking." She went, "Well, go and live with your mates then." <laughs> I sat, sat, I just went, "Well, go and live with Reese then, and his mum can bake for you every day." And I remember that weekend. She was like, "Right, we're going to bake this weekend," and we made, um, we made Rice Krispies cakes. <laughs> that is not baking. Yeah, I'm going to send you this, right? I mean, just, that's what I'll you get... do with like a, a four-year-old rice krispie. I'm going to send. I'm going to send this in the help I section in my boss group chat. Tell me what you think that is that I've just sent. Good God! I mean, it looks like some sort of flat oaty pancake with a few grapes squashed in it. She tried to make flapjack, bless her. And then look at this. I'll just. I'm just going to send you some of. Right, I'm going to send you some of the pictures and videos that they've sent me, and you describe them. Okay. Okay. There is a man who I believe is your father. 
who yeah. is filling up the swimming pool, supposedly with... Your father has put the hose between his legs and is is recreating the mannequin pisson statue in Belgium into the swimming pool. Wait for this one. Wait for this. I'm waiting. This I literally am waiting. Just ridiculous. He sent this yesterday morning. I have Read trimmed it. your mum's bush with my new edge trimmers. He hasn't even put the H. He's literally put edge trimmers. Oh, well, it probably it. is edge trimmers, I suppose. Read it again. I've trimmed your mum's bush. What about... Can you just tell us what there's a picture of, to clarify? There's a picture of a bush. Yes, a proper fawn bush. trimmed as well. Why would you put that in the group? I have trimmed your mum's bush today. This is just... Right. Well, and it's looking very neat. The biggest drama in your house would be... Brian, darling, we are out of wine. Oh, they're never out of wine. That's probably what goes on. I please. I've told please. you it is a ticking time bomb. This. Please, please promise me and promise all our gene divas you will never get your mum and dad to listen to this podcast. Uh, look, they might be listening already. Oh God! Now, last week, of course, we introduced a strand that sadly has become a little bit popular called Wilfred and Justin, and this week. It was my go to write an instalment of Wilfred and Justin. Now, I haven't written it like an actual script, like you did, Jordan. Okay. But I've written it as a story, like a children's story. I was very much inspired by Janet and John a la Terry Wogan. For a couple of people that listen to this, they'll get that, but not many. So I'd like you to read the whole thing, Jordan. I've sent it to you, so good luck. Warm warm your uvula up. And read it like you're reading to a group of young school children. I've sent you a shared note. Do you want me to read this? I'd like you to read the whole thing like you were reading to school children. Wilfred and Justin go to the shops. A week has passed since Justin's first visit to Wilfred. No, that isn't what he's written. A week has passed since Justin's visit to Wilfred. Never of them... Neither, it should say, actually. Oh! Oh! How their tables have churned! It's been been a tough week. Neither of them have spoken since. But today we find Wilfred and his partner, Mickey, out walking, enjoying their state-sanctioned daily... (laughs) State-sanctioned daily exercise. You sound like we live in a communist country. Mickey spots Justin in the distance... Justin must be lost. He is miles and miles away from where he lives. Oh, look, <laughs> Oh, look, Wilfred. There's Justin, your friend I'm not keen on after his late night visit last week, says Mickey. Mickey thinks Justin is secretly after Wilfred. <laughs> Things have been tense between Wilfred and Mickey ever since. Wilfred stops, leaving at least nine inches between them all. <laughs> Hello, Wilfred. Hello, Mickey, says Justin enthusiastically. Justin is on his way to a supermarket to buy some beige food that will eventually block... (laughs) ..that will eventually block up his arteries. Wilfred realises the couple are fresh out of provisions. Why don't I go to the supermarket with Justin and bring us back some dinner, darling, says Wilfred. 
Keen to get back to his mixer, Mikey agrees. Mickey! (laughs) Mickey agrees and bids them farewell. Justin and Wilfred walk to Justin's choice of supermarket. This is the wrong sort of green supermarket, Justin. I want to go to Waitrose. Justin tells William to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Right, what are you getting, Justin asks in his typical irritating broad and common northern twang. Once they have what they need, the two boys head to the tills. I need a slash, Wilfred. You know I never say slash. There's you, three not. Yes, you, you do. I never. It's it's producer Ben that says slash. Well, anyway, this isn't you. I, this is Justin. We've talked. This about isn't this. you. This is Justin. Scran slash and arcade are three northern words I will not say. This isn't you. This is Justin. Yeah, you know I hate slash. I need a slash, says Wilfred, common. Justin says again in his irritating, broad, common, loud and vulgar northern voice. As I've only got one item, would you mind paying for mine and I'll give you cash once I'm done. Now back home from the supermarket, Mickey asks Wilfred how he and Justin got on. Did you get everything you wanted? I hope Justin behaved himself. Ooh, Mickey. (laughs) Mickey asks as he wipes away cement from his brow. Yes, thanks, Wilfred replies. I wasn't sure at first, but soon after you left, Justin took me up the Asda. (laughs) Then it was time to pay. Justin asked me if I wanted to check out the little something he got inside his basket, and then he gave me a pound instead. No, outside. Oh. (laughs) He'd got in his basket, and then he'd... (laughs) He'd give me a pound outside. (laughs) I mean, this was all written on, on the assumption that the narrator can read. Mickey storms out. Kicking the bay tree on his way out. I'm sick of you, William. Ooh, I'm going to end up leaving. I'm sick of you, Wilfred. I'm going to end up leaving you. Ooh, ooh, you've hurt me. You've hurt me, Wilfred. You've really hurt me. As he leaves, Wilfred's phone rings. The caller ID shows Shane Madonza. (laughs) Mendoza. Oh, Shane Mendoza. The trouble is that was all written on the assumption that you would be able to read. I mean, I preferred my screenplay from last week. Should we do my joke of the week? Yeah. How is producer Ben and a laxative the same? <laughs> Already loving this. I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How is producer Ben and a laxative the same? I don't know. They both irritate the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's quite funny. Can I just just say again? Can I just... William's pissed. Can I just say again, for the record, we we do love Ben. We do. And we we are nice... Particularly when we're this far away from him. (sighs) One more for you. What's the difference between anal and oral sex? 
think this is appropriate. Oral sex makes your day. Anal makes your whole week. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm just hoping anyone that books me normally for work has been furloughed and isn't listening to this. Producer Ben's just screamed at us, both of us, stop drinking. No, this is the highlight of my week. If I want to get pissed on a Thursday with my best friend, then I'm going to do. He was talking about me. If you you want to get in touch with us, GNDV, you can do so. Go to our website, sextedmyboss.com slash contact. All the information is there. Or you can email us, help at sextedmyboss.com. Shall we go to the listeners' questions, Jordan? Um... I'm so pissed now, I don't want me past the bake. I want a kebab. <laughs> Jordan, should we go to the listeners' questions? Yeah, I, don't, I want a kebab. I don't even want me past the bake. I've made it all day. Oh, have, you put, this... have you put Doritos on the top? Yeah. Um, Stuart. Oh, Stuart never gets a mention, does he? Stuart, the boss of producer Ben, is... Producer Ben's made... dom top. Yeah, um... Recommended that I put crisp on top of my pasta bake that I don't even want anymore. I just want a greasy kebab. Right, listeners' questions. Dear William Jordan and producer Benedict, through fear of sounding like an arse, I need to explain my reason for messaging and how you have already helped me. I work for the NHS as an operational manager. To clarify, I am under no means on the front line as I am office-based and don't deserve any credit at all. However, I'm in the hospital every day and thankfully I discovered this wonderful podcast shortly after lockdown and as such, it is getting me through my very long, intense days. Keep up the good work. Currently, we are ringing a lot of families and patients mainly to cancel appointments, etc. To set the scene, I am from Manchester. I went to an all-girl private girls' school. Thank you. So it's safe to say my accent is rather mashed. When I'm chatting to my friends at work, it's safe to say I'm more mank. However, as soon as I lift the phone and get talking, my private school girl accent comes into play. I've got a mate like this. So my dilemma is this. Is it appropriate to change your accent depending on your audience and all the situation? Or should I just let my Manchester accent thrive? Hashtag rough as a bear's arse. Many thanks. Kind regards. Fiona XX. My housemates say to me when I'm on the phone to anyone back home, like my mum or anyone, they're like, I'll be on the phone. I'll be like, right, no, you're all right, no. Oh, he's always scraking that child. Time to bugger off, no. What, he, he trapped his hand in doer? Oh, he didn't, did it? And then I put the phone down and my housemates are like, what were that? I think you just do it. You're like a chameleon around your surroundings, aren't you? Um, well, you are. So, I'm always no, true to I, myself. Yeah, Fiona, crack on doing what you're doing. Um, I would say my advice would be, it doesn't matter if you have an accent, but clarity is important, as long as they can understand what you are saying. So have your accent, don't lose your accent, but imagine... A lot of space in your mouth when you are speaking, and so you speak with clarity and move the lips. Don't don't do don't sort of you know, have an immobile immobile mouth. Right. My uh, my my friends say when I'm on the radio, I, I sound posher. You can't. You win. really? Are they listening to the right? Yeah. Are they listening to the right station? Say, other people that say, "Oh, you hamp it up the northernness." You I'm hamp it up. That's no. And word. I'm, I'm, why? What is the word? Ramp. Oh, you ramp. Is that your ass again? <laughs> Next question. This is from Beth. 
Dear William and Jordan, like a lot of people, I found that since lockdown started, I've been ordering more items online than I usually do. However, I also found that my attire for answering the door... T- the door, sorry. The answering the door to the postman has slowly gone downhill as I wear comfier and generally less clothing altogether. My question is, when the postman arrives, what classes as an appropriate outfit to answer the door? Kindest regards, Beth. I mean, as long as your growler's not hanging out, you're all right. Oh. Please. Jordan. Can I, can I say that? I don't think you can say that. This is why I don't get drunk, because I've no filter anyway. What do you normally wear to receive first-class mail? To be, any, to be honest, Beth, it, it, I, I, I could be fully dressed, I could be in a suit, I could be in a, a dressing gown, I could be in my leather gimp suit, I could be in my jammers, I could be tied to bed, you know. It, it, I don't think you've got to worry, as long as nothing's hanging out, as long as it's not inappropriate... Just come on in and put it down here, that's what you say to the postman. <laughs> As long as it's not going to get you on the list, it's fine. I look. You don't need. To, you don't need to be. I would never answer the the door to the postman in my pajamas. But equally, generally, at the time the postman arrives, I'm not in my pajamas, so it's less of an issue. Um, You'd never answer in your pajamas. Do you think that's bad etiquette? No, not unless I was ill and I had to get out of bed to to open the door. Uh, but actually, at the moment, you're not really keep. Uh, you should actually keep a door between you and the postman. Actually. I'm I'm gesticulating through my little window. He puts it down the back passage, and then I, he goes, and I get, and then I open the door. Stop saying back passage. But it is. I know you don't like it, but I'm sorry. As far as I'm concerned, it's a back passage. So your postman's been down your back passage. Well, not just my postman. My neighbour Leanne's. Everybody's postman. It's a busy street. Next question. Hello, William and Jordan. Please help me as I'm going crazy. My 11-month-old cat has just gone into heat, but because of the lockdown situation, the vets are only open for emergencies, so I can't get her spayed at the moment. She is constantly... Spayed, sort of neutered. What's heat? I think it's just having a little... uh... Oh, my God! Is that where they're saying a dog on heat comes from? Yes. I just think it means she's she's a bit frisky. I thought a dog on heat was when a dog gets on two legs and gets up to the fireplace and is like... (laughs) No, dear. Oh, my... Anyway, carry on. She is constantly yowling and wiggling her bum at me, which, in addition to being noisy and annoying, is making our lockdown living situation rather awkward. Is... Oh, my God. Is Debonet a suitable substitute, D, for a horny cat? I know William probably doesn't know too much about Randy Females cheeky bitch but perhaps Jordan can give me some advice yes well maybe this is clearly your area of expertise right here's what I'm saying get a little pillow one that you don't use anymore get some marker or tipex and make a little cat pillow and then get some this always used to bug me when you used to watch Smarter Art Attack because you never had these two items in you used to have everything else around the house get some googly eyes and some, what are those cleaners called? Fab, uh, oh, what the, the, ben, the bendy straws, pipe cleaners. Pipe cleaners. I used to watch Art Attack and go, bloody hell, Neil, who's got googly eyes and pipe cleaners hanging round? And then I'd say to my dad, can you Did get your some TV? Go- could your TV get ITV? 
Yes. Oh. I used to say to me, Dad, can I get some googly eyes and pipe cleaners to make some off smart stuff? Do you think me and your mum are made of money? Well, you bloody can't. And bugger off with all these toilet rolls hanging round house. Get a bit bin. Pissing me off now. That was my childhood. So get some googly eyes, get some pipe cleaners and make a pretend cat cushion that your cat can hump. That's what it means, isn't it? Heat. They want to have sex. Well, don't say that as if you've always known what heat means. Final problem, and this has slid into our DMs on Instagram, we're at sextedmyboss. So I'm currently chatting to my brother's, no apostrophe, best friend. Things are getting flirty, and we have the intention of going on a date when lockdown ends. I've known this friend for around ten years, and neither of us have shown interest in each other like this before. Is it okay to date one of your older brother's, no apostrophe, friends? I have experience here. You have experience? Hmm. You've dated one of your brother's friends? No. I was 16. And he still gives me crap about it now. Um, Which brother? Which of your friends? No, it's not my brother. I dated my best friend's sister. We always said that we were going to run off together and become redcoats at Butlins. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get my head around this. You were dating your best friend's sister. How would you feel if one of your friends started dating one of your 48 brothers? Oh, that's a good question. Just imagine if some, mm-hmm. you know, if things have gone wrong between Mikey and I, and one day I phoned you up and said, Jordan, I've got a new boyfriend. It's our Brad's. Or now, my Brad's. <laughs> uh, I mean, he has got a girlfriend who is the loveliest No, person. no, no, I know, I know. But Brad's, Brad's could suddenly decide that actually the girlfriend isn't for him. Okay. And there was one critical thing missing. <sighs> See, I was, I was going to say, I was going to say I'd be fine with it. And I, I do know I couples. could be family, Jordan. Oh God! You were you could mums. you could be the best man at the wedding. You could be the best man for both of us. You could stand there, watching, as in that sacred moment, I slip my finger into your brother's ring and officially become part of the North family. I know someone that got with his best mate's sister. They have a child together, and now they're not together. And him and his best mate aren't really friends anymore. But do you know what? Funny, life's that. too short. Go for it if you really like this guy. I'd go on a date, but I'd also be careful, and I don't want to piss on your parade here. There's a lot of people texting and sliding into DMs at the moment because they're bored and they're a bit horny. Someone DM'd me the other day. Could you interpret this for me? Saying, "Do I want to? What do I use to bull my boots?" I mean, what does that even mean? Bull my boots? Is that an army thing? Yeah. Um. Tell him to come and join me on KinkyNorveners.com and. I'll explain it to him. Search for dressing gown 2019. Oh, we've got a full page on that, sweetheart. Just me. There's like. Oh, no, I don't like it when you do your whispery voice. 
there's different demonstrations of all the things you can do with a dressing gown belt. You know, like different knots and stuff. In short, try not to date your brother's friends. Remember, if you want to help with something, you can tweet us at sextonmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com. Or you can write to William Hansen, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address for that is on the website, sextonmyboss.com. Um, something that I've really been liking over the past few weeks is encouraging our G&D our new listeners to review Help I Sexted My Boss Yes, the rules are that you can uh, review us on iTunes and if you give us a five star review I will read whatever is put in there whether I like it or not unless it's socialist or bigoted and here are some examples that we've had over the last week When lockdown ends I can't wait to get to the pub for several pints a bag of scratchings and a pickled egg or two Sounds like my sort of friend Bloody love that hunk of gay William Hansen Oof (laughs) Sexy man, fantastic podcast and totally gets me giggling during every episode. That Jordan is alright too, I guess. Hashtag love William. And the final one. I wouldn't mind sharing my D with these two. Ah, go on then. Producer Ben as well. Oh, producer Ben got a mention as well. William Hansen. That'll please him. He probably wrote that one himself. If you're listening now, get yourselves on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, leave us a five-star review and just write something that you would never expect to come out of William Hansen's mouth. Something like, oh, I love a picky tea. Or a word that you wouldn't understand. Just go on iTunes, leave us a review. Producer Ben, thank you. No! William Hansen, thank you. Deep, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. Thank you for coming on to my podcast today. Right, I'm going to go and have my pasta bake. Good. But do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw it on the floor and stamp on it so it looks like a kebab. <laughs>